everybody. We are now, well, I say we, it's really just me, which makes me a little bit sad, but the Facebook Live has just started for today, and it is a Friday Listener Question Day, or FLQ for short, and excited that you can join us. I am in Southern California getting ready to do a Comedy of Love weekend event, so tonight and then half day Saturday, and then preaching in, on Sunday. And super excited. I'm at Cypress Church here in Cypress, California. So thanks for them for having me on. Whoa, my awesome wife is watching. I didn't know she was going to do that. So I had some massive technical failures on trying to get Amy in with my new uh, fangled software, and I was an epic fail. So I tried, everybody. I apologize. But Amy is going to be chatting, so she can even answer some of your questions on Facebook Live, if you would like her to. This is very exciting. And she's also warning me, don't say anything I wouldn't. So I promise to behave today, but we have, we had a couple of voicemail questions left, one of which from a woman who said, please don't use my voice, and that is totally fine. So we are just going to read her question. And then this first question is coming from a young married lady, and I will let you hear it, and then I will start answering it. And as always, if you are watching, then you can certainly post questions to the Facebook Live. And I've got it right here, so I can see it. And uh, Mia's watching, and Mark Galindo, uh, and then of course Amy. So I know Amy will be interacting via comment. All right, here we go with our first question here on a Friday from the Q&A hotline. Hi. Uh, so about a month ago, my husband told me that he didn't think our marriage was working. And very quickly, he would go through the steps of getting a divorce. And uh, he finally agreed to talk to a marriage counselor and... Um, he also decided that he needed to move out at this point. Uh, today, I noticed he has booked a trip for himself to Europe in a few weeks. So, just wondering what to do with that, if it's how my husband is processing things or if that's a negative sign for me. Um, but any feedback would be appreciated. Thank you. Bye. Wow, thank you for submitting that one. And I got to be honest, uh, one, I think Amy might still be watching so she can post her thoughts and I can read that, uh, read that out for the podcast audience. But it's not a good sign. So I don't know how long you didn't give us details in terms of how long you've been married and sort of what the plan is, but I'll start with the uh, booking a trip to Europe. That... I'm not real excited about. That doesn't appear, again, I don't have all the info. I'll stop trying to make excuses and just give you my opinion. But I'm not happy about that. That's not a great move. That doesn't exactly show me that he's wanting to reconcile or that he's wanting to even do the right thing. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around why he would say, hey, I don't know, and maybe we, maybe I'll go to marriage counseling, or I guess I will, but now I'm booking a trip to Europe. And I'm assuming by just how you brought it up that he didn't even talk about that with you. So 
you're probably going to need to start putting down some pretty significant boundaries. Like you're just not allowed to be married and then go, well, I'm moving out and now I'm going to Europe and that's ridiculous. And so you can't, obviously you can't do it or set a boundary to punish him or set a boundary to try to manipulate him to stay with you and to not leave you. But you need to set a boundary to go, look, this is not okay. The behavior is not cool. And you just need to be able to do that in a, as loving way or as a kind way as you possibly can. So it might be something like, look, hun, I want to reconcile. And I am I appreciate that you're willing to go to counseling with me. I need help understanding what this European trip is. And maybe I'm misreading it and maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But it, it's just it, things are not going to, they're not adding up for me. And I don't right now don't feel really safe about spending that kind of money on a trip that I'm unaware of and, and I'm feeling. And so then, you know, you got to identify the buttons that are getting pushed. So are you feeling abandoned? Are you feeling rejected? Are you feeling devalued? You know, if you wanted to get our app or just search on our website at smalleyinstitute.com, you can, we have a whole list of feeling words. And so we always just encourage people to look down that list of the words and what ones fly off the page at you? But it's definitely an appropriate thing to go, whoa, whoa. Hey, if we're separated, then I need a plan. I would like to have a plan. Because I don't ever recommend people just separating, going, I need a break and not be intentional or not be purposeful. And what are we doing? Are we getting individual help? Do we need to get any assessments biologically, psychologically? What are we going to be doing marital-wise? Right? We need to write these things down so that your separation can actually be um, productful. Like it can actually get make things better. But if you just go, if you just have an open-ended separation with no guidelines or boundaries or expectations, they tend to end up in divorce. So I, I can't imagine how you'd be feeling about that. And Amy said here on Facebook Live, she posted, I'm so sorry, sister. This is such a hard place for you to be in. I agree putting boundaries is a great idea. Who would he listen to? A third party? That that is a great point brought up by Amy. So, who who do you think your husband would be willing uh to be influenced by? That's kind of that's the person you want to meet with. Right? Not someone that you don't like or disagree with, but you want to think about who'd be the right person or the right people, the right third party for us to connect with that my husband might, you know, maybe has respect. Maybe there's a successful, mature, Christ-loving business person at your church, and maybe he relates with that dude. Maybe that would be a good person. Something like that. So that's great feedback. Thank you, Amy. Um, And then I don't, you know, I wish, you know, when we leave the voicemail questions, make sure we get enough detail. But this whole European thing, you're going to have to let that one go. That, like, just hear from me, and I'm imagining Amy is validating you too, that I, that would be really devastating. I'd be really upset. I'd be slightly disturbed and freaking out. So that is completely fine. However, you're going to need to transition from that sort of shock stage of, wait, one minute he's saying he wants a divorce and then he's wanting to out of the home and maybe he's willing to get marriage counseling and now he's going to Europe. I, anybody would freak out. However, for those who are in Christ and what it means to be a disciple is in these moments. 
So make sure that you get those eyes focused back in on him and release your husband. And, and not out of anger, not out of rejection or bitterness or unforgiveness, but release him and, because you can't do anything. You can't make him do the right thing. And if you try, it'll only make all the stuff happening right now already even worse. So just be careful. Kirsten, who's watching on Facebook Live, walking away or taking a trip does not demonstrate a willingness to work things out, in my opinion. And I, yeah, I agree with Kirsten. So now what do you do with that information, right? You don't go to the guy and be like, you're going to Europe and you are a horrible husband and you're breaking vows and crush him for it. It's, it's, it's more about, I know my husband's ready to work on things when I see it in his actions and his behavior and his attitude. People, I get this a lot where people are freaking out that, you know, how do I know if they're telling the truth and how do I know if the change is real and how do I know this is real? Well, you'll know. It's the fruit of someone's life, right? I mean, they might fool us for a while, but eventually the truth comes out. That's the part where we can have freedom. That's why Christ's words are our freedom because he's like, don't trust in that husband. Trust in me. Don't, don't put your hope and your joy in that husband. Trust in me. That's where the freedom comes from. So I hope that's encouraging. Man, we're getting for you. And I, I'm sorry, I keep thinking with the voice, you sounded younger. I could be totally wrong on that. But you're getting some good stuff here. Jenny Ram, who's on Facebook Live, is saying, it seems like the assumption is a separation, quote, is just a prequel to divorce. Instead of a time to get help with the goal being reconciliation, it's, it, looked, uh, it looked like more of a hall pass. Yeah, it do, it's starting to because of the European thing. It's starting to feel more like a, like a hall pass. That's a good analogy. Jenny on Facebook Live. Mia says, above all else, ooh, thank you, Mia. So for that listener who submitted the voicemail question, above all else, guard your heart. So Mia, thank you for that reminder. And, and you know, just remember, a part of guarding your heart is simply being obedient to Christ's commands. What are Christ's commands? Let it go, right? Amy and I did that on one of the shows yesterday or the day before where I sang, let it go. I will not do that again because I'm alone and I don't have a microphone and it won't sound as pretty. Uh, Amy is, is back in. The hardest thing is to release him. Yeah, she might know a little bit about them and don't respond poorly. Then you become a block to him hearing from the Holy Spirit. So I think what Amy's trying to say is it's difficult. Right, she had to deal with some of my own junk with weight problems for over 20 years. That can be miserable and you can feel helpless and powerless. But then she's like, it, but the problem is even though my spouse might be behaving poorly, if I now respond poorly, uh, he gets to blame, he gets to point the finger and go, see, this is why. So if you attack your husband for going to Europe, you're just giving him fuel you're just feeding those negative beliefs about you, and that ends up being really distracting. Jenny Ram is back, the hardest, but most freeing child of the king. So it is the most freeing thing we will ever do for our relational, for our relationships here on earth is release people. But boy, we're gonna get hung up on that stuff all the time, which thank heavens we have 
grace. So let me get to our next question. And remember, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you know, feel free to submit questions in the comments. Amy, because of my technical inabilities, was not able to be on the video today, but she is chatting. So you can, you know, you can submit questions and she's, she's able to, to respond as well. All right. Question number two. How do I deal, and this one, okay, so this one comes from a listener. You, She left it as a voicemail, and I appreciate that she said, but please don't play my voice on air. So thank you for the question on our hotline, but um, so I, that's why I'm not playing it, because she asked, and I'm obviously not going to share her name either, assuming she wants more anonymity. So here's her question, and this one really made me laugh, by the way. Well, it did make, yeah, it kind of made me laugh. How do I deal with my husband's loud and sometimes embarrassing personality? So I'm looking now at, at Facebook Live. Uh, Amy, you're going to have to say something to that one. So how do I deal with my husband's loud and sometimes embarrassing personality? I know he loves me, but he often feels disrespected by how I react to him publicly. Can can we speak? Can So she then asks, can Amy and I speak to a couple dealing with extremely different personalities and family backgrounds. That's the part I laughed. I was like, she must be a new listener or a new watcher because that is the story of Amy and I's life. And Amy just has already responded on Facebook uh, Live in the comments. I would not know anything about that. And there's a bunch of question marks and exclamation points. So I, I don't know how to interpret that, Amy. I mean... Are you suggesting that I may be loud and embarrassing at times? Hmm. I'll have to meditate on that for a while to see if I can figure that one out. So, yeah, Kirsten, who is married to Hank Wakey, I don't know. Maybe Amy and Kirsten can battle it out in the Facebook comments, but I'm curious on who's more loud and more embarrassing publicly, Hank or me. So, I, you know... If I had thought about this earlier, I could put like a, a poll on the Facebook stuff, but I can't do that right now. So, okay, what do you do then if you're married to someone where you're total opposites, right? And Amy and I talk about this constantly. And what do you do as a wife? So where she keeps getting in trouble is her husband feels disrespected, especially in public situations when he's being him. He's full of life. He's partying and going crazy. And then she probably says something. And she seems, I don't know. I'm For some reason, I'm thinking she's more soft-spoken, maybe more of an avoider. So I doubt that she's escalating. But it looks like she's either sending signals or she's saying things like, hey, you need to stop. Or, hey, you're embarrassing me. Or, you know, and maybe she is escalating. I don't know. But I'm trying to look here at Facebook Live and seeing who's winning, who's the most loud and embarrassing, Hank or Michael. People, cast your votes. There will be a large cash prize at the end of this show for the loser. So people, vote for me as much as you possibly can. Um, okay, so it, it, what's hard about this is you're totally different. And I know for me personally, and Amy can speak to this as well, that... I, one of the major things I had to learn because Amy and I are so different is that 
her differentness, Amy's differentness, is not wrong. That's where we really get into trouble when dealing with personality stuff. Is that, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Like, that's not good. That's not healthy. What's wrong with you? That's bad. We have to remember our differentness isn't wrong. Now, obviously, we both have our problems, right? And they're probably going to center around who we are and our personality type. But just because we're different doesn't make it bad or wrong. That, that's a big hurdle to get over. That's a big mountain to climb because it's hard when everything is different. Your family background is different. Like Amy came from a passionate, loud family and I came from a passive aggressive family. And I never, I didn't even know people yelled at each other. I'd never been yelled at in my life. Amy grew up with that. I grew up with passive aggressive shutdown mode. She didn't know, she probably didn't know that people did that. So I know Amy has written something here. Um, the best thing is to allow him to be himself and let him feel the consequences himself when people misunderstand him or he gets into trouble with others or pastors, his boss or friends. And I would say that I don't know, Amy, if that was like a personal shot across my bow in the comment section, but it's totally true. That's a, We're kind of getting in a theme on this FLQ day on, um, on releasing. It's like you got to realize that your husband is not a reflection of you. So you might be needing to interrupt because you're now thinking that people are going to project whatever he's doing onto you. And, and, and here's the really hard truth. It may not be embarrassing to other people, right? If I'm at that party, I might love your husband and think that was the greatest night of my life. And yet you or my wife might walk away going, geez, what a weirdo. And man, that guy was so over the top and loud and that's the relativity that we tend to not be very comfortable with. So again, back, back, back away and go, we're different. That's okay. And then release, like Amy said, let him go. If I am, and if I'm saying things and I get fired or I'm doing things that I end up being embarrassed about, that's the greatest lesson of all. But you take away that growth opportunity or you make that growth opportunity harder for me to really benefit from if you keep trying to intervene. So if you keep trying to save me from myself, then you're just delaying my ability to learn and to grow. So that's why we just got to go, hey, this is not me. My husband or wife is their own person. I need to slow down. We got some more stuff from, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, Kirsten Wakey is just laughing at me, but Mia Albert, she has a good one here. Those conversations can't come in the moment. Oh, thank you, Mia, for the reminder. Duh, dang. Yes, definitely. If, if you think you're at a party and your husband, and you've already gotten a like, I'm going to like that one too, Mia. If you're at a party and you're embarrassed by your husband, you're not, don't bring it up at the party. There's just no way that gets received well. That's something you need to bring up the next day and go, hey, can we talk about last night? Here's what I felt. But you got to check yourself first. Is this just my problem? Is it just a difference in personality? Or is there really something I feel like I need to try to deal with? So those conferences, Mia Albert again, can't come in the moment. They have to be had before you go out. Ooh, 
and after you come home, but not in a public moment. So again, Mia, I would even caution though, it just depends on what the behavior is. So if Amy, every time, if and she does not do this, but if, because if, where I'm seeing that this advice could go is if every time before we go to an event, a function, a party, my wife is pulling me aside in our home going, okay, now remember, please don't act embarrassing tonight or please don't do that. If it's about personality difference, that's not fair. You got to move on, let that go or just not go to the party. Right now, if it's something dysfunctional, unhealthy, dishonoring, okay, we can deal with that. But you got to be careful about, is this a personality difference, which I need to let go and release it? Or is this something bigger? Is it something deeper? That's all I'd say on that one. Jenny Ram is laughing at me or somebody. My hubs and I are opposites. I just make sure he isn't crossing a line uh, or compromising himself slash his character. Otherwise, I got to love him and how he is. And I do love your husband too. Honestly, if he isn't hurting anyone or himself, and she gave this icon thing like, dude, let it go. We're different. That's okay. That's been a huge theme for me. Um, ah, and then Jenny goes on to say, he will have to feel any embarrassment for him to change or realize the effect of his behavior. And by the way, it's the same for our kids. We don't want to prevent our kids from learning those kinds of lessons. <laughs> so on my little vote, you know, who's more loud, who's more embarrassing, Hank or Michael, uh, Hank's wife, Kirsten, said, I think I'm louder. So Kirsten, actually, I think you win. Not only louder, but louder. Um, I'm seeing here with Amy. Oh, so Amy Johnston... Uh, why did I read Amy Johnson Smalley? That's weird. Please, oh, no, uh, you are not. My wife is not giving me permission to share that story. Do you want me? I got to get clarification before I share the story, but she said, please share the tick, tick with a T as in Tom. Please share the tick story you shared on a Sunday morning. Oh, uh, Okay, Amy, I am taking it that you want me to actually share the story story or just give them like brief overview because, you know, I'm terrified because that story doesn't embarrass me, but I don't want to do this show and this FLQ and then get in trouble with you. So it sounds like you're telling me. All right, so we were in Staten Island. We're <laughs> Funny enough, uh, yeah, I think it was... The first time we went, we met Kirsten and Hank. And now Kirsten is responding on Facebook Live. No, Amy, don't. Oh, my gosh. The overview. All right, fine. So I won't go into the great details, but Amy has a great point. I'm bringing this one up. So we're in Staten Island, New York. Kirsten, you know, was so impressive getting this event organized. And I think I was preaching on a Sunday at a Assemblies of God kind of style church in Staten Island. <laughs> I meet Hank. Hank is awesome. Hank and I hit it off immediately. And on a Sunday morning, I end up sharing a story about a time when we were in grad school in Chicago at Wheaton College. And I talked about a story where I had a tick on my Yoohoo. And I, I will admit... I have no idea 
what I it, it was I think it was one of those things that popped into my head during a sermon and I started sharing about the story and it was kind of funny and it was actually very funny and all these catastrophic things happened to me and I mean you could see the people like Kirsten she may have been fired after that Sunday preach so just know that Amy did not stand up during the middle of the thing and like scream stop you need to she kind of let me uh I don't want to say a crude word but or a crude kind of phrase but she let me destroy myself in essence and I think personally and you can read in the Facebook comments on whether or not Amy agrees that I have done better since that story because it was embarrassing when when I thought about it I was like why would I do that Kirsten is reminding me on Facebook Live here that it was actually that story that solidified our friendship. They knew this guy isn't right in the head. That's the kind of pastor I want to hang out with, which is why God has taken advantage of my wife and 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 helped try to grow me because there are things and thoughts that I have that my kind, conservative, regular, healthy wife is like, uh, no, you're not going to do that story. So that's a good thing. And Amy said he does not share that story anymore on Sundays, but I do in private parties. So if you're in the Magnolia Conroe Woodlands area in Texas, then uh, maybe I can have a party on that uh, tick. Uh, I, we could call it the... <laughs> I won't take that any further. So, all right, everybody. is there Are there any other questions that you guys might have? for me on Facebook Live, but I think we're going to wrap this FLQ up. I hope you found it helpful, and I will stop the podcast portion of this, but we'll continue on Facebook Live when, um, you know, to see if any of you guys have any questions for me.